Hello and welcome to the very first podcast for Bonsai Stuff. I'm Scott Martin, uh, the owner of Bonsai Matsu and, and host for this podcast. Um, I wanted to do a podcast which would be informative, uh, interesting, educational, uh, maybe a little bit funny, uh, but also something to... Um, to sort of uh, inspire, I suppose, uh, people um, based in Melbourne, Australia. Um, so a lot of what we're going to talk about is around around this this area and what relates to to this region for for bonsai. Um, there will be things that apply, obviously, worldwide, but you know, primarily it's for for us here, us Aussies in Australia. Um, I wanted to uh, broach the fact that this will probably be the most unprofessional podcast. Uh, one, relating to bonsai, but secondly, probably available in the market. Um, it's not designed to be uh, professional, it's designed to be interesting. Um, so just a little bit about myself. Um, first memory of bonsai was uh, was shopping as a little kid with my grandpa at, a, at one of the major shopping centres and, and him, him getting me a, a little juniper and, and a small pot, um, which I managed to keep alive for about a whole of two weeks, um, which I'm sure is pretty common for, for a lot of people. But... That was uh, that was a long time ago, and um, then I suppose the interest ramped up more in in 1989 when, um, when it started to take hold, and uh, more recently, back uh, to 2010 or 2011, something like that, I went to Achian um, in Nagoya and uh, and did a short-term study stay there, um, primarily focusing originally on on black pines. Um, and at the time, uh, Peter T was the was the head apprentice, and he took me under his wing and and, and taught me quite a lot. Um, stuff that I've I've learned then, I still pass on to this day, uh, and will stay with me throughout my my bonsai journey. Juan um, Andreas was there also. He was doing his initial short term stay before he he commenced as the uh, as the the head apprentice the year after when Peter Peter left and went back to the states. Uh, one's from from Costa Rica and and uh, went back. I went back year on year um, and spent more time with Juan. And uh, he's got to be one of the nicest fellows I think I've ever met, as well as knowledgeable. Um, his uh, his sort of cultural and technical side uh, for Bonzo is 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 unbelievable. So um, so yeah, I've got a lot from those guys. I've got a lot from Achien. Got a lot from uh, from Mr Tanaka, who's the Oyakata at um, Achien. And uh, like I said. You know, he studied with them year on year for five or something, five or six years, and uh, that, uh, that that has stayed with me and will stay with me forever. Um, now I've, I've got my own, own bonsai school, Bonsai Matsu, um, doing training workshops and all that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, that's not what this is about. This is about uh, uh, just talking bonsai so I can help you get through those you know, little train trips and, and car rides and stuff like that, and hopefully it's you know, something of interest to you. Uh, planned frequency is maybe you know sort of once a month or thereabouts. Um, I don't want to don't want to bombard or make it excessive, um, but I want to try and keep it relevant, you know, seasonal and uh, and specific. So there's hopefully something in here for um, for everyone. Right now uh, we're coming to the end of summer. Um, Tomorrow's the calendar date for the start of autumn, um, but we're, in typical Melbourne fashion, experiencing a, a pretty pretty late run at some warm weather. So I've just had a look, and I think the next five days are, are mid to high 30s. So, uh, so it's a scorching, dry, hot wind that we uh, we seem to suffer from here in, uh, in late summer. 
means that the lawn's all cracking under your feet as you walk on it and um, and watering becomes really, really important for your your trees. Um, You need to be mindful that um, at times like this, you're not focusing on uh, on what what you need, but what the trees need. Um, by that I mean watering when they need it, not when it suits your your timetable. There's definitely some things you can do to help help out, like uh, you know maybe sheltering the uh, the trees during the, the warmth of the day. Uh, that'll help. But if we've got a hot, dry wind, then the pots are going to dry out, and the the mix, regardless of what you've got in there, is going to is going to dry out. Often I'll use um, use an automated watering system, which is which is fairly reliable for me. It's not it's it's not battery operated. It's proper hardwired system that I can maintain from uh, from a phone. And um, I'll use the the watering not necessarily to um, to get water into the pots, but more to cool the environment which the trees are sitting in. So uh, I'm a believer you, know, you can water the foliage. On the on your trees because by the time it's you know hot enough to do any damage like leaf burning or anything like that, the water's evaporated. So I wouldn't uh, wouldn't fuss too much about that. We are heading into to autumn, as I said, um, calendar-wise, as of tomorrow. But uh, summer's definitely here for another another week or so. But I have noticed walking around uh, my garden today that a few of the maples and. And in particular, you know, some of the some of the big garden trees I've got, the uh, the pears and stuff like that, Manchurian pears. There's leaf colour starting to turn now, so you know it will uh, it will feel like summer for a week, but definitely the trees are going to start heading towards that that dormancy period that we experience um, in late uh, mid to late late autumn. Another couple of little tips that I use or tricks that I use for. Um, for helping with uh, with keeping moisture in the pots, especially around this time of year, is um, one of them's uh, chopped up sphagnum moss. I actually uh, shove it through a sieve, so it's very very fine, not uh, not coarse like it comes out of the packet. Um, and then I uh, I'll, I'll gently uh, I'll wet that into like a bucket or something like that, and then pat it onto the surface of the of the pot, so it creates like a very fine. Um, find a layer on top of the, the potting mix that you've got. And it, it does a couple of things. It helps, helps protect the surface roots, but it also provides you with a, with a telltale. When the, when the pot's drying out, you'll find that the sphagnum reverts back to a very light, um, white almost colour. That means that the, uh, the moisture's gone from the, from the pot and evaporated or been used by the tree. So it's time to, to water. So when it's warm like this, um, Putting your hand onto the soil mix may not be necessarily the right thing to do. Using a moisture meter is always always advisable until you you understand your trees. But having the sphagnum on top on top will uh, allow you to uh, very quickly see which which pots are drying out, when they're drying out, when they need need water. Um, another one is if you don't have many trees, is to use wet hessian on top of the the pots. So if you leave in the morning, water the trees and soak up some some hessian rag and put that over the pot and that'll help cool the temperature of the of the pot because you know over summer especially on a warm direct sunlight day you'll find that that pot can get really really quite hot which will damage the roots on the inside and and, you know potentially cook them it's not too much of an issue um they will will bounce back from it but you don't want to be uh dried out too much um the roots will be will be permanently damaged 
It all comes back to you know, some, you know, some some technical horticultural stuff, the process of transpiration with the trees, um, the ability of the tree to pass uh, moisture effectively through its through its system from the roots up the trunk, out the branches, and then evaporating out the needles, leaves, whatever whatever there is on the tree. Um, the ability or the efficiency of that system comes from the roots that you've got. So the better the root system, the the quicker and, and more efficient the process of transpiration. And on top of that, um, you know, the, the root system is generated by the soil mix that you're using. So the better the soil mix, that's more inducive to generating lots of fine fibrous feed roots. The better the the better the root system you'll have, which means the better the process of transpiration. So it's, uh, it's deep, but, um, you know, the, the repotting of your trees is probably one of the, the most fundamental, um, fundamental things you need to get right if you want happy, healthy bonsai for a very long time. Um, not going to get into that now, but it's definitely something which will be discussed uh, further, further down the track. I was told in Japan that watering was one of the most difficult tasks to get right. Now, you know, at the time I, I didn't think much about it, but now... I know that's that's absolutely 100% correct. Focusing on wiring or pruning or anything like that, that's 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 okay, um, but you need to get the basics right. And the very basic is supplying what the tree needs when the tree needs it. If you want to look at a tree and ascertain if it's uh, been underwatered, the first sign you'll see, obviously, drooping branches is a start, but damage to the leaf structure or, or needles or anything like that always comes from the most extreme part. So when you look at a, a, a maple, Japanese maple, it's always the fine fingers that get damaged first and then work their way back up the leaf to the centre of the leaf. That's a, that's, that's a nice way of assessing whether you've been supplying enough water to your, to your trees or not. Anyway, that's about, uh, that's about it for podcast number one. Uh, like I said, short, sweet, always going to be around about the 10, 15-minute mark. Um, no more, no droning on. Like I said, it's, uh, it's no polished diamond. It's not intended to be a slick, edited podcast. Um, you know, it should be interesting. And, and you know, if you want to, want to see more about me uh, or what I do, then check it out on Instagram or Facebook uh, for Bonzo Matsu. Uh, have a look at my webpage, bonzomatsu.com. And, uh, and please shoot me an email, get in touch via, via any of those messaging apps uh, to let me know how I can help. It's been fantastic, and, uh, and until next time, good bonsai.